0: Hi, my name is Rutendo Nyamuda and welcome to another exciting episode of In My Twenties. In My Twenties. So on today's episode of the In My Twenties podcast, we speak to someone who works for a company that sees her, that recognizes her, and wants to lift her up to better heights. So welcoming herself onto the In My Twenties podcast and into the In My Twenties family, here she is.
1: Alrighty, my name is Mpa I'm a 25-year-old woman who's passionate about other women. I'm a marketing consultant at Discovery, and I love, love, love everything that has to do with women in Africa.
0: Now, on every episode of the In My 20 podcast, my guests always come through with these incredible mind moments, or gem
1: moments, and this is just one of them. I realise that there are different important things in my life, and I need to start taking care of myself. As much as I do so for my career Mm. And the goals I have For my career and Mm. where I want to go Um, Because if I don't take care of myself Who will Mm. At the end of the day
0: The In My Twenties podcast is split up into three sections. In the first section, we get to hear a little bit more about Mpo's career journey. In the second section, we dive into today's topic, which is all about being a millennial in today's working environment and the things we're looking for. And finally, rounding up all three sections is a conversation on the all-consuming 20s journey. So without further delay, let's get straight into it.
1: So where did you start off and how did you get to where you are today? I attended one school my whole life, um, which was Marist Brothers Lynn Mayer College in the south of Johannesburg. I then matriculated and went to varsity, not knowing what I was going to do. And then at the last minute, I was like, oh, marketing sounds amazing. Let me try that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I absolutely loved it. I loved my first semester. I was um, one of those people in class who went to every single class. Um, I was a bright little young kid, and I was just eager to learn about the industry, Mm -hmm. Um, And then I did my honours post that, and during my honours year, I did an internship at CNBC Africa and Forbes Africa, where I met some amazing people that I still have connections with today. Mm -hmm. And then I started working, and um, I met people that are doing amazing for Mm -hmm. themselves. Um, You walk into corporates, a lot of people in leadership positions don't Mm -hmm. look like you, don't speak like you. So it's quite hard to resonate with people on that level. Mm -hmm. But I took that opportunity. I got to connect with a lot of people within the organization Mm -hmm. and externally. And then after completing my honors, um, I started as an intern at Discovery, Mm -hmm. which was my first full-time job. Um, An amazing brand to work for. Mm -hmm. And it was something that I didn't have to second-guess or sleep on. I was like, I'm going to work there. Mm -hmm. Started as an intern. Six months later, I was um, given permanent um, as a marketing assistant. Mm -hmm. And then last year, October, I was promoted to marketing consultant. um, And I currently work in sponsorship marketing team for group marketing at Discovery. So what's very interesting and fascinating is you work in a space where holistic
0: lifestyle elements is very important. Yes. And even as a 20 something year old, I think we think a lot of the times that we don't have to look after our health, mm. or we don't have to look, at, look after our mental health or our physical health or yeah. our work environment health. Um, but the space you work in is kind of like holistic. It needs to be like this 360 approach. How important do you feel that is to people that they do look at their
1: lives holistically and not just one-sided? Yeah, I feel like it's a ripple effect and um, everything taps into everything at the end of the day. Um, I think that physical well-being is important, emotional well-being, um, mental health is very important, I mean, like, to live a, ba- a total balanced life, um, and I think that being mindful mm. of your space is very important, the space you're in spiritually, um, spiritually, <laughs> emotionally, um, physically, um, is very important, especially in terms of where we are at the moment. Um, a lot is happening. There's a lot of cluster, mm-hmm. cluster externally that has an effect on us internally. Mm-hmm. And it's quite important to keep scanning your life mm-hmm reflecting, um, knowing what's good for you, um, what you need to do differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think total wellbeing is very important. And I think that as South Africans, we are moving towards that. Mm-hmm. Um, as people, as businesses, mm-hmm. as communities, um, I think it's something that's really being spoken about.
0: Yeah. How has being in a positive corporate
1: environment impacted your mental health as well? Our organization, they take wellbeing quite seriously. Um, We have something called Healthy Company, which is a platform that allows employees to either talk to someone when they're going through something, Mm -hmm. understand what emotional well-being is or financial well-being is. Mm -hmm. And I think that also is important for us, for our total well-being. Um, I also think leadership is important. Mm -hmm. Um, good leadership. Um, I think there's a difference between managers and leaders. Mm -hmm. We have a leadership charter, and um, it just speaks through the type of leaders that Discovery foresees in their organization. Their approach to not only work, but Mm -hmm. personal life and outside of work is quite agile. Mm -hmm. They understand it's proactive. They understand that you're a human being at the end of the day. We should look at work, but we should also look at what other people are going through
0: sure I'm just thinking everyone in the media industry who's probably going to listen to this podcast are like hmm what that exists because I mean honestly speaking we don't have that Mm -hmm. we don't have that and I don't think a lot of companies do focus on that Mm -hmm. Um, this organization is large enough to maybe have those structures or has built those structures where you Mm -hmm. can but honestly speaking in our media industry we don't we don't have um, success charted panels where yeah. you're like, I can't learn from my manager. I'm actually now on the same level as my manager. Um, that's a problem. Mm. Or I'm being talked down to and there is no HR person to go and speak to. Yes. Or um, there are so many issues. So knowing that you guys do have those channels in those facilities, mm. I. Hope that would be my huge hope is that when people hire and I can speak about the media industry because Mm. I'm in it, I don't know what it's like to be a doctor or a lawyer or anything else, but it's kind of, if the first second person you hired after you hired your first person was an HR person or an ops manager or someone Mm. who is helping you build your career, that too has such an impact on your mental stability in the office because you don't feel like you're hitting a brick wall. You suddenly have purpose. You're kind of, you can look up and say, That's where I'm going Mm. versus, oh, my word, I'm
1: managing my own manager. Mm. Human capital is tremendously important Mm. to the organization. Um, They take pride in um, their employees, Mm. employees' total well-being. I mean, if you look at the building... Um, we have a gym, we have a running track, we have a Clex Downstairs if you need to get medication on the go. And something that you mentioned,
0: which I think is so fundamental, is even as businesses. Yes. So even having employers realise and acknowledge that their employees are not robots, Yes. we're not just 9 to 5, I do, 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 but that our various elements of who we are, our humanity is important. Yeah. So again, with you working in this very... In the space where lifestyle well-being is promoted and I think that is so important and so key, for even other companies to say, look, how are my employees doing? Mm. What are the employee benefits? Do we give them medical aid? Do we give them time off? If there's been a death in their family, how much time do we give them and not just expecting them to go and come back? I think, oh, I remember one of my friends had tweeted a post saying um, someone was in hospital with a broken leg and their boss had responded to say, oh, but did you get the brief done? And it's like, Dude, I'm in <laughs> <Yeah. You know? laughs> Instead of like, are you okay? Yeah. They just ask, where is the work or working overtime or weekends? Um, especially it's seen a lot in the media industry and maybe mm. not so much in corporate yeah. where they
1: expect you to work overtime and they say, do you remember what industry you're in? Yes. I think it's also similar in corporate. Mm. Um, when I started, I was literally a robot and, mm. um, Our logo has a chevron. I used to be called the little chevron because I was like the little robot (laughs) (laughs) in the team. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I hit 25 and I just went through this change in my life where I was like, Mm. there are different aspects in my life that I need to take care of Mm. before chasing my career, which is really important to me. I'm a very independent young black woman. Um, I feel like I'm at a stage where opportunities for black women are just out there and we need to grasp them and Mm. do the best we can Mm. and that's the mentality I came into corporate with and um, when I hit 25 geez it was like literally a quarter life crisis Mm. Um, I realised that there are different important things in my life and I need to start taking care of myself as much as I do so for my career Mm. and the goals I have for my career Mm. and where I want to go Um, Because if I don't take care of myself, who will Mm. at the end of the day?
0: So one of the things that you've mentioned, which I love, is your passion for women empowerment and for female leadership and female leaders. Yes. Um, But I think that... They're kind of a select few women, even in African diaspora, that we keep kind of, you know, looking at and we're like, Mm. them, it's them, when sometimes it's among us and ourselves, even in our 20s, even Mm. in our 30s. Um, but again, you know what I mentioned about that time period where yes. it's just like, oh my word, in 20 years, I see myself here. It's yeah. kind of like,
1: why can't we do that now? now? So I really feel that success has no age. Um, mm-hmm. I think if you really determined and you really know yourself and where you want to go, mm-hmm. you're able to achieve that. Um, I feel that there are tremendous opportunities um, and you shouldn't shy down or look down on any opportunity because you never know Mm -hmm. what's out there for you. You never know where that platform can take you or lead you. Um, Working in my space, I've learned that you should never um, undermine people. You never know who the next person is. You go to an event, you go to... Um, one of our cocktail dinners Mm. and the average Joe could be the CEO of a tech company that's Mm. doing the most in Africa. Um, So I think that people shy away from starting off in an NGO or starting off at a small company, but Mm. you never know what that can bring for you. Mm. I mean, I'm a lover of learning. I love learning, grasping information and learning from different people. Mm. I'm a collaborator. And I feel that um if you have um the hunger and if you want to achieve something, you will make it possible mm. um, we in an age where everything is online yeah. um you have access to so many things mm. um digital media has brought us even closer. Um, globally, socially, mm-hmm. and um, if the time's not now, when is it? Mm-hmm. And if you don't do it for yourself, then who will?
0: And what are the one of the some of the things that I think you do in your life and in your career mm. to make sure that you're always
1: in a space? Um, but what are the some of the practices that you do? Cool. So I'm a very early morning person, mm-hmm. I think everyone in my life knows this, I'm that girl that rests up at four every single day, mm-hmm. um, I start my morning by reflecting, which I think is really important. Um, I take 20 minutes to just look back on whether it's my week, a challenge I faced, um, what I want to achieve this week, this month, mm-hmm. I just reflect and I write down literally Everything that takes Mm -hmm. place in my day, so I journal, journal a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a diary where I just the first thing I write on top is what my mood was for that day, Mm -hmm. and I literally tally it up every Sunday. (laughs) Really? Yeah. (laughs) So
0: what do you write? Do you write like
1: very happy or was like very irritated today? Yeah. So it's an overall mood. I don't put a very in front of it. All it's either I'm happy, Mm -hmm. I was sad, annoyed. I tally it up and I was like, "Was this a great week? Why well, wasn't it a great week? How can I do it better for the next week?" Mm. I'm also reading a book by Robin Sharma called The 5 A.M. Club. Ooh, hit me! It's literally the 5 A.M. Club. Mm-hmm. What it means to wake up in the morning, what to do when you wake up, and. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that I used to wake up at like seven and there was just so much clutter. Yeah. From when you get up, you are just rushing. Yeah. You get into your car or into the bus, the train. There's so many people around you. Mm. It's just clutter everywhere. You get into the office and it's just clutter. Everyone's going everywhere. Yes. You're getting coffee, whatever. Mm. And I literally get to work at half past six. Yeah. Um, it's so quiet. <laughs> I get to write down my to-do list, Mm -hmm. clear my mind, it's so quiet, um, and I just get to reflect and just review my state of mind um, before actually tackling the day. And I feel some days like I wake up late and then Mm -hmm. I get to work, but I just feel that how you start your day is very important, and when I do start it late, it's just... Not a great day for Mm. me, so I really think it's important to take control of your mornings. Yeah, what time do you usually work? Um, it depends on the day. Um, on a good day, maybe half past six, okay. Um, so I do a half past six to half past six, okay, kind of day. I love
0: how you said it with like such joy.
1: (laughs) Wow, I know, okay. Okay.
0: But you're loving every moment of your job, yes. You don't feel like there's fatigue because what the fear could be is that. With some people, is yes. like you're working these long hours, but mentally you're not there. Yeah. So, I mean, during the day, do you take breaks? What do you do? How do you keep yourself motivated and stimulated
1: from hopper six to hopper six? Definitely. So mm-hmm. we work in a huge office. Mm-hmm. Um, so you normally don't get sunlight and I love the sun. Mm-hmm. So I normally go to the roof and I just get a 10 minute breather Mm. um i've also stopped desk desk eating okay and that's very bad um so a colleague of mine we go up to the roof Mm. take our lunch get the sun in have some food relax and just talk (sighs) about everything not work related okay i think it is very important to just get out of that working environment although Mm. you're still at work and just take some time off and come back I mm-hmm. um, think it's good for the mind the body as well yeah. you need some vitamin D for your skin yes. <laughs> <laughs> some <I was> like, <laughs>
0: fresh air <laughs> not that I would promote smoking ever especially because we're mm. talking about health and wellness but I've always found it so fascinating smoker's breaks because I feel like they're the most productive people in the office not because they smoke yeah. but because they take, take a the break, break. Yes. because we don't we sit at our, we sit at our desks mm. from 8 until maybe lunchtime yeah. then we take a break and usually we're complaining about work anyway mm. um, so I love the fact that you said you don't talk about anything work yeah. then we come back and we work so by like after lunchtime you've hit the, the itis has hit hard yeah. you're <laughs> mentally not even there and you're just watching the clock to leave the office mm. but if you're Taking a frequent break, like the smokers, it's like it's like every hour on the hour, you're kind of like, yeah. oh, I'm going outside fresh air, and you come mm. back, and you're just like a little bit more motivated. Yes. So, I love that. I love the fact that you do Yeah, I, yeah I agree with you mm. completely. So, maybe we don't have a smoker's break, but maybe they need like a meditation break or a
1: drinker's break. <laughs> maybe not a drinker's break. Um... <laughs> Imagine, where are you going? Drinker's break. That would be amazing. That would be
0: so funny. (laughs) You are smack bang in the middle of your
1: 20s right now. You're 25. Mm. How would you describe your 20s? Oh, my 20s journey. Jeez. (laughs) Starting as a 20-year-old, I was all over the show. Mm -hmm. Literally, I was going with the wind. Mm. Just going. And then one day, my mom sat me down and... I don't know what happened. Something really bad happened. I don't know. Me and my friends, because I used to live by myself mm-hmm. when I was in varsity, we went to some party, came back home, and my parents were there. Mm-hmm. We were like, oh, hey. <laughs> I didn't
0: know you were here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my mom sat me down and was just like, if you don't find yourself, wow. um, life is going to find you. And that really hit home, and it made me realize that um, – I've been given so many opportunities. Um, My parents and a lot of people have provided me these opportunities Mm -hmm. that not everyone gets access to. And um, I shouldn't let it go. I should grasp every single um opportunity that i'm given mm-hmm. and make the most of it have you ever gone through the quarter life crisis are you currently going through the quarter life crisis i definitely <laughs> went through the quarter life crisis i don't think i am anymore okay um, i think i found my life i okay. pulled myself towards myself wow um, all in 25
0: hey yes. it's like i like <laughs> it
1: touched you and you're just like no not me. Yeah, not today <laughs> so what was your crisis and how did you overcome it you reach 25 you're just like what am i doing where am i going what have i achieved mm-hmm. just asking yourself these questions that you don't have the answers to at the moment in time and um, I realized at 25 one important thing that I think that will get me through life is it's okay to fail mm-hmm. um, it's okay not to get that promotion at the time that you thought you deserved it but you didn't actually receive it mm-hmm. it's actually okay um, yeah. I also found that finding my purpose and what's important for me um, was quite important. I think I was just doing to do, as I said previously, mm-hmm. didn't really have an, not an Australian end goal, but mm-hmm. um, what am I actually living for? And um, in 2019, I was just involved in so many things that were close to my heart and I actually realised that there is something out there for me and I actually can live my passion. Um, Mm. Not saying that I'm not at the moment. I enjoy my job and I love my job. Um, But I realised that my job's not the only thing about me. Um, I have other dreams, other goals. Mm. Um, And yeah, 25 was amazing for me. At first it was scary, but I'm glad I went through that. Mm. Um, Yeah, Mm -hmm. the grass is always greener. I won't say always, but it's mm. sometimes greener. They mm. mm. say the grass is greener where you water it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> put some water. <laughs> yeah,
0: put some water. You've spoken about how it's okay to fail. Mm. And I think sometimes in our 20s, we go through life thinking, we're going to succeed, we're going to succeed, we're going to succeed. But we don't often, I think, mentally prepare ourselves to say, we're going to fail. I mean, mm. it's it's a fact. We're going to fail at some point in your life. You're going to fail at something. You're going to fail badly. Yeah. You're going to cry yourself to sleep at night for like a good couple of nights. Um, But then you're going to come out of it and you're going to overcome it. Yeah. But it's that knowing we're going to fail. I think we tell ourselves we're not going to fail. It could never be me. I'm never going to be bankrupt or poor or broke or in debt. And then you do and you're just like, oh my word, I'm shook. But if you knew it was going to happen... I mean, it's still going to hurt, but you're just going to be a, maybe a little less shook. Yeah,
1: a <laughs> little mm. less shook. Mm. Yeah, I think it's okay to fail. Yeah. One of my biggest, I won't say failures, but mistakes that I've ever done that I'll never forget. Mm-hmm. So I came in as an intern mm-hmm. and I was doing comms for one of our events. Yeah. And I put on the comms, I think it was like, you can get up to 13,000 vitality points and not 1,300. And we had a thousand people calling in to say we want our 13,000 vitality points. Wow. And literally, business was on my case. From then on, my attention to detail, not only in work, just mm-hmm. in everything. I do not make a spelling mistake sure. or anything just from that incident, just from making that mistake. My boss is furious at me. And mm. I just wanted to cry myself. I was like, oh my gosh. But it really, yeah, I learned so much from that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I double check everything, I triple check everything. I think failure helps
0: you refine your craft Yeah, um, and the positivity from it. It's kind of, Mm. you need to look at it as a learning lesson and not as failure. Failure, yeah. You're in the middle of your 20s. You've obviously lived out 25 and you've got another 25 to go until you hit the big three. Oh, um, but what advice do you have overall for people in their 20s?
1: Hmm. Being in your 20s. Very interesting to be in your 20s. I mean, it's the start of an amazing journey, um, a lot to learn. Um, I think it's important to learn about yourself first, um, know what makes you happy, um, know what it is you want to get out of life. In your 20s, you can do so much. I mean, it's the foundation of where you can take yourself. I also think um, knowing yourself and finding your purpose. What is it that you want to do in this world? and um, What must people remember you for? And I think 20s is the time to learn, make mistakes, fail, um, and learn from your failures. Meet new people. Um, network, network, network.
0: Thank you so much, and for coming on to today's episode of the In My 20s podcast and sharing your experience in the corporate environment in the corporate world. You have no idea how many times I've been in conversations with friends when we're talking about managers and leaders and working for companies that actually see us and want to uplift us. So this was such an eye-opening discussion to say or to see that there are companies like that. And while some of us might not know the weight, that a manager or a leader might carry within the organization. I do believe that there are things that you can do if you are in a position of leadership or management that you can train yourself. That companies also need to train you as a manager or a leader so you know not just how to do your job but how to manage people who are below you. How do you uplift people? How do you motivate people? And fundamentally, how to work with people. So we will catch you same time, same place, right here on in my twenty, he 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 Okay, bye.